welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do my ranking for the uh, eight different Spider-Man films. Um, basically, so it's uh, the Andrew Garfield ones, the Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, the Tobey Maguire trilogy, Spider-Man 1 through uh, 3, or the same Sam Raimi films as some people like to call them. Uh, they are his films, but they're starring Tobey Maguire. Uh, and then, of course, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and then the recent uh, Tom Holland double film, uh, which will become a trilogy in the coming years. Because, um, of course, Spider-Man 3 isn't out yet. So, yes, I will be including Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse in here, because it's not just a live-action ranking, it's all of the Spider-Man films. <coughs> uh, so, yeah, this is this is a fairly easy list for me to do, but I still thought it was a cool one to do. There's enough films here. Uh, and of course, later down the line, when uh, Toby does another uh, Toby, um, when Tom does another film, we can add that in the list and then see where that ranks. Um, but um, yeah, this wasn't this was a lot easier than the because uh, we did the MCU rankings the other day. So if you want to look that up as well uh, for some more Marvel stuff, uh, me and David went through and ranked all twenty three of the MCU films, so you can go and check that out as well. Um, cool, so yeah, there's no need to really talk about anything else, uh, this was a fairly easy ranking for me to do, um, so I'm just going to get straight into it. Uh, number 8 uh, is The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I thought that the film was really, really bad, I thought that, um, I didn't think Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man or Peter Parker was specifically bad, it's just nowhere near as good as the other two guys' uh, Spider-Mans. Uh, or of course the, the Spider-Verse, Spider-Men I suppose. Because uh, there's more than one in that film. Um, but yeah, nothing particularly wrong with his Spider-Man. Like, it, it was fine I suppose as Spider-Man. Uh, and as Peter Parker, he was fine. Um, but Electro is poorly done. Jamie Foxx does what he can with that role. But um, yeah, it's not great. And there's also, there was something else I remember disliking in the film as well, um, which, you know, I've forgotten something that's bad in a film, which tells you how bad it was. But yeah, I, I just, that that was, I remember at the time when, um, you know, they hadn't struck the Sony Marvel deal, and I was just thinking like, okay, I'm a, you know, Spider-Man's part of my childhood and all that sort of stuff. Uh, my favorite superhero, and I was kind of thinking like, are these the Spider-Man fi- Spider-Man films that I've got now, sort of thing. Um, of course, that was after the Tobey Maguire stuff, but uh, yeah. Um, so I thought that was particularly bad. The Amazing Spider-Man one. Um, I just remember thinking it was better than the second one. Again, these two films aren't. Uh, when I think about Spider-Man and the things that I like about Spider-Man, these two films are very distant memories for me. Um, it's just, yeah, that I just remember, I, re- I don't remember specifically liking The Amazing Spider-Man 1 more than 2, I just remember not disliking it as much as the second one, so that's the reason they're tired, but they're both pretty bad, and, uh, yeah, just, just kind of, not just bad, but more in the, in the space of forgettable, uh, which makes things worse sometimes, but, um, yeah, that, yeah, that, that I'm not gonna ever really remember those films very fondly and there's no reason for me to do so so uh, again the actors that were in there did what they could with the stuff Jamie Foxx as Electro and all that and Andrew did what he could but uh, yeah just not great so uh, yeah let's move on from that Um, Spider-Man 3 is going to be the next one um, which I guess is number 6 in the list Um, yeah just the fact that 
I think there was an a good idea with Spider-Man 3, but it wasn't executed very well. The whole dance sequence, of course, is notably bad, and it's more like a comical comically bad thing looked at these days I'm, you know when the film came out it was like what the hell is this stuff now it's just looked at like okay look how bad this this rubbish thing is um the, the the dance stuff which i remember you know i was a bit younger back then or whatever i think that was in 2003 if i'm not mistaken uh that film and of course i was a bit younger and i just remember thinking like okay this doesn't seem like this should be in this scene or this film and it shouldn't have and you know after reflecting on said scenes and growing up, um, yeah, not only was it did it not really belong in there, it was just bad. So, uh, <laughs> I, I promise I do have some nicer things to say about the uh, top three Spider-Man films in this list, or the top four or whatever. But um, again, we're we're lower down in in the pile here. So, uh, yeah, again, I liked uh, Harry Osborn as the the I think it was the Hobgoblin actually, because you got the Green Goblin and you got the Hobgoblin, um, but. Uh, yeah, uh, and then like the Venom character could have been a lot better. Sandman could have been interesting, but I think that what they should have done is had that fourth Spider-Man film that was rumored had the Vulture in there, which was also what was uh, actually being worked on, and moved moved one of those three villains from the third film into the fourth film, um, and that one and the villain probably could have been venom to be uh, to be honest because the harry osborne stuff was building for a bit wasn't it because of obviously the norman norman osborne stuff in the first one um but uh and then the sandman stuff had the connection to uncle ben uh for some reason i remember these details from this film for some reason um but uh yeah so those two were a bit more relevant and venom could have been venom could have been left to to a Spider-Man 4 along with Vulture maybe and that would have just cleaned up a lot of stuff but uh, yeah that's easily the worst I suppose of the uh, Tobey Maguire trilogy but again I remember when I saw it and wasn't as like well didn't know as much about stuff uh, as well you know life and about films and cinema and what was good and what was bad you know you have different you you don't see things quite as clearly or quite as good uh, when you're younger because uh, you you just don't think the same way that you do when you're older, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I just remember thinking at the time, like, hey, some of these things are a little bit out of place. There's a lot of villains on screen. Why is Tobey Maguire doing a weird dance? Why is the dance lasting so long? And then he, I remember he did the really embarrassing um, uh, bar bar dance scene where Gwen Stacy's in there, and um, yeah, none of that stuff was good. Anyway, let's move on to, from Spider Man Three. There was a good idea in there as well. There was a good idea in there. It just wasn't executed very well. Um, and you got two signature villains in there. you got Venom and you got got... Um, what's that? Green Hobgoblin. So, I don't know. Uh, Spider-Man 2 is the next one on this list. I know a lot of people look at Spider-Man 2 as... Some, some people have said it's the best comic book film of all time. Uh, of course, there's lots of, lots of different ones to choose from nowadays. But, um, yeah. I, I think that... Uh, I mean, Spider-Man 1 and 2 are kind of on the same level, but I'll explain in a minute why Spider-Man 1 is, is higher on the list. Um, I think Doc Ock is done really well in the in the second film. Uh, I think that made for some for some good scenes and everything. Um, it just wasn't quite as... I guess I should move on to it now. It wasn't quite as good as, um, as you know, Will, William Dafoe 
uh, Green Goblin. That stuff is really kind of a standout, and that's to me what pushes Spider-Man one above Spider-Man two. Um, but both of them are kind of equally as good. But just the normal Osborne stuff with William Dafoe is really quite a standout for me. Uh, I thought that Doc Ock was pl- played really well uh, in the second film, but um, yeah, just the normal Osborne stuff pushes it forward for me a bit more. Um, so yeah, that's that one. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Uh, number three is going to be Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, some people said this is the best Spider-Man film of all time. Some people have said that Spider- The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is the best Spider-Man film of all time. And I can't, can't quite uh, understand that. But hey, if you enjoyed The Amazing Spider-Man 2, I suppose that's uh, what you like. So, that's that. Um, yeah, I, expect, I expected to like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse more. Um... But so, just something about it didn't quite click in the same way for me. Um, I think one of my, not one of my problems with the film, but one of my slight qualms with the film is um, it's very, very busy in certain scenes. And I don't quite think it handles some of the busy stuff quite so well. Um, it would be interesting to see if if Spider-Man Into Spider-Verse was done as a live-action film and you had some of the busier scenes done in live-action form as opposed to the animated stuff where you've got... Because essentially it's a it's a comic book in motion in a way because you've even got some of those like text stuff that pops up on the screen as they do in comic books. Um, they handle all that really well and the story is really great here. I just think that the film's too busy and it really... Like there's a lot going on at the screen in the, on the screen at certain points. Um... But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, some, something about it didn't quite click for me, but I can see why a lot of people really, really love it. Um, and some people said, again, I've seen each of these Spider-Man films be called the best Spider-Man film of all time, uh, even The Amazing Spider-Man 2. So, hey, that's just what people like, so I'm just here to tell you what I do and don't like. Um, but, yeah, it's it's got a good future ahead of it. I did hear that um, the two guys that did the, did the films, I can't remember their names, um, I think it was the the directors or whatever. They said that they're making a Spider-Man or a Spider-Verse TV series. I wonder if that's going to connect to the films. Because I know that they're doing... Um, I think they're doing solo films for all of the characters. Or most of the big characters. And they're definitely, they're definitely going to do a Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse 2. It's just going to take a little bit of time, obviously. But um, I'm excited to see where all that goes. Like They've set up something really, really interesting. It's just the busy stuff they didn't handle quite so well with the animation, I feel. So... Uh, again, kind of a small problem, but uh, that's just how I feel. Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, 
I think this pushes it above Spider-Verse for me just because I, I really do think that Tom Holland's the best Spider-Man that we've ever had. Um, I do think that, uh, I mean, I, mean I, I haven't seen the cartoons and stuff from the cartoons and stuff from like the 60s or wh- whenever those were made. Um, so I don't quite have that sort of backstory or that sort of history with Spider-Man because um, I was born in 94 obviously. Uh, but, um, yeah, I really do think that he shines above all, all of the other, uh, Spider-Man actors. Even, I know it's more like voice work and stuff, but I do think that he's better than all of the Spider-Men, or Spider-Women, rather, as well, um, in, what's it called, in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Man. I, I just think he's better than all those, so that kind of pushes the film a bit further for me. Um, its connection to the MCU, I suppose, helps it a bit, but, um, and when I was making this list, that was the only, those were the only two... Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home and Into the Spider-Verse were the two that I'm like, okay, I like these kind of equally, but it just pushes it, pushes itself a bit more because of that. Um, and the Mysterio stuff is really, really great as well that they do. Um, and it just doesn't quite have... I mean, it's difficult when you compare live action to animation because none of these have the the busy problem that I've described with the Spider-Verse because it's just live action. It's a fun, fundamentally different thing. But uh, yeah, it's just what pushes it above me, above it. Uh, for me so uh, Spider-Man Homecoming is number one I think this is the best Spider-Man film that they've done um, I really think that um, some of the Tom Holland Spider-Man heart is missing a little bit in Far From Home I spoke about that spoiler free in my review that's a spoiler free thing to say uh, and I also kind of mentioned that as well in uh, my MCU rankings and that's why I put it a little bit lower in those of course um, but, uh, yeah, I just feel like the, the charm of Spider- I don't think it was to do with Tom Holland, I think it was to do with, I don't know, they were taking things a little bit more seriously in Far From Home, and it didn't quite work the same for me. Um, it's still got some serious stuff that happens in Homecoming, again, this is, you know, the way that they set it up with Civil War, reintroducing Spider-Man, and kind of, you know, we, that was almost like a teaser trailer. Uh, for a way for for Spider-Man because he comes in in Civil War and then um, you know you you know that Homecoming's already on the way so it kind of gets you prepped for that. Um, so having that kind of I'm not not that I needed help in liking Spider-Man again I suppose because uh, I kind of knew that it, I had that you just had the feeling he would be sort of rebirthed or whatever in the in the MCU uh, especially after the Andrew Garfield stuff. Um, but yeah, the Spider-Man Homecoming just has a bit more of that heart, a bit more of that Spider-Man humour. Like he's able to take things seriously, but he's still got some of the more teenage uh, or young adult kind of humour. Uh, I also just think overall it's the best Spider-Man film, just in every way, shape and form. Um, but yeah, the top three are a bit closer to me, for me. Um, the the other, you know, Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. That's definitely kind of how I feel about those, but... Um, yeah, that's that's my rankings. So it was a little bit of an easier one to do. There's not quite so many films, um, but uh, I guess I'll come back to this when Spider-Man Three comes out, which won't be for a couple of years yet. So uh, there's that as well. But um, yeah, really, really love Spider-Man: Homecoming, and um, I just remember smiling at a lot more stuff in Homecoming than I did from uh, at uh, Far From Home. Um, I don't know. It was just Spider-Man was back. I really love that edition of Spider-Man uh, with Tom Holland. I think that he's not only the best, but he's the def- the definitive Spider-Man. Uh, I think he's the definitive Peter Parker as well. Uh, and I I can't wait to see more of what uh, what he does. So and obviously he's not just going to be in Spider-Man three. He's going to probably pop up in uh, 
some of the other MCU films. We'll see which ones, obviously, because they're going in a newish, slightly different direction. But we'll see what they do. Um, but yeah, what are your favourite and least favourite Spider-Man films and why? Let me know, matthewinentertainmenttool.org, Twitter, eTalkUK. There's a contact page and there's information in your show notes. Um, and again, I've heard everyone, I've heard uh, a person say that one of these is their favourite or least favourite film. So I've heard every choice be selected, basically, uh, from different people. Some people say that, you know, Spider-Man Into Spider-Verse is the best comic book film and the best Spider-Man film. Some people say that about Spider-Man 2. And there has been less people that said that about Spider-Man, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, but I've still heard people say that, so, which just really surprises me. Um, and I just remember when I was watching b- both of those films, just thinking, like, this isn't Spider-Man to me. This was some sort of... I don't know, they just, they just they didn't work. So, But uh, Homecoming definitely does, Far From Home definitely does, and so does Spider-Verse. And those are the characters, those are the versions of that character that have got a future. So, there's that. Um, yeah, pretty simple little podcast to do, I suppose. A simpler little list, I suppose. Um, but I still love Spider-Man, still can't wait to see what they've got for him in the future. Uh, and of course, there's the video game series as well. Of course, if you've, if you've got a PlayStation 4 and you're not aware or whatever... Uh, there's the new, it's a, it's a new story, so it's not based off, it's not like a film tie-in game, but there's the uh, Spider-Man on PS4, which is very, very likely to get a sequel, so, uh, and that was great as well, so, uh, yeah, Spider-Man's got a great future ahead of him, and we've put up with some, some bad films in the past, but, hey, we got what we wanted in the end, I suppose, um, and that's that, so thank you all very much for listening, you can find all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org, um, if you, yeah, again, if you want to email in, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, uh, Twitter at eTalkUK, contact page and information in your show notes. Be sure to write in or email or tweet or whatever uh, and let me know your favourite and least favourite Spider-Man film and why. Um, you can find all the content on EntertainmentTalk.org if you want to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk. We're on Patreon. We also have an Amazon affiliate link. You can jump on there. We'll get a small cut and it won't cost you extra. Uh, we have iTunes feeds as well. We have lots and lots of different iTunes feeds. Uh, so be sure to either check out the iTunes feeds page in the podcast drop down menu or search for Entertainment Talk on podcast platforms. And if you can't find us on a particular podcast platform, let me know and I'll look into adding Entertainment Talk to that one as well. I know that uh, Stitcher is one that I've got to look at. But anyway, uh, please rate, review and subscribe to the feeds that uh, are out there. That will help us out as well. Uh, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. Uh, share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, put them in different Facebook groups uh, if you're allowed to. Uh, with the Facebook groups, you can share them on Facebook and retweet them on Twitter. No one's going to say that you can't do that. Uh, video games, if you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch. Robert streams on Mixer. And don't forget about Let's Play Sundays. Uh, thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.